Look, soon as I switched up the style, niggas started hating and shit. I sit back and let the money pile off cause the cane is legit. Uh, I did this record for dads, I blew the pack to we dead. Uh, fuck going on in they head, in the booth seeing red. Uh, on the edge, ducking fast. Shot my niggas breaking bread. I hit the block for the split, niggas tryna go legit. Crack the hand, kill the fifth, collect the first and the fifth. Those chains like I'm tit. Oh, who sang when I spit? Oh, loops made around your bitch. Uh, I don't trust not a near hoe. She follow orders cause I said so. Ooh, bitches Rick Flair though. Don't push me cause I'm on the edge, bro. I could be writing for your favorite rapper and none of you niggas would ever know. Niggas might wanna get you a verse when it's cheap and no telling when prices grow. I'm trying to freeze up the whole team. Tell every wrist to be chest gleam. Niggas wanna test my testes. These bitches wanna check them sexually. Had to check the niggas next to me. Cause niggas know I got the recipe. If I don't know you, then don't lecture me. Fuck with real niggas heavily. Fuck with the blood and the crips. Ayy, cracking the eight out the vip. Ayy, she wanna polish the tip. Ayy, pulling the Glock out the kit. Don't toy with the squad, see. All my niggas on their job, but niggas studied all his awesome. Trying to get these pockets large. Got the bass bumping heavy, and I got blocks of the bird. If you need me, hit the celly. Welcome, welcome back to Spark That Talk. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Jay Latta. And that was that boy Adonis with his song Silly Boy. You could go tap in with him on Instagram at Adonis Sounds. Shout out to that boy right there, fresh out of Long Beach, man. That was a banger right there, it was wasn't cool. it? It was dope, bro. It was solid. I saw the music video, too. The visual was hella dope, bro. I give you that much. The visual was crazy, bro. Different vibes. It was a different sound. It was his own sound. Right. So that's, that's, that's what's cool about it. That's what matters, bro. Authenticity, being yourself, and being the best you can be. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yeah, so what's good, Jay Lotto? We back in the building to spark that talk podcast where we sparking convos about shit. She- that matters. That's right. And we back at it again with episode 35. 35, baby boy. What you think about that? It's been a long like KD, road. KD, baby. KD. Oh, that's KD, huh? How you been doing? He still injured or he been... You know what I'm saying? This dude Jones has been out of the loop for uh, forever. Been living under a rock. KD's still injured, bro. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Trying to make that comeback sometime this year, though. <clears throat> yeah. I don't really. I ain't been really paying attention too much uh, with that nigga now since he left, left his squad. But it is what it is. Hopefully, yeah. get back on his toes soon. You know what? I haven't really been paying attention to too many things lately. Only I mean, same I here, bro. With the Lakers. I know yeah. we we haven't just because we've been busy with uh, mad T-ball. busy. And speaking of that, bro, just being a mm-hmm. being an assistant coach to the T ball team has been low key hectic, bro. But it's been teaching me to try to teach myself and learn some patience. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're dealing with a lot of little kids, and for one thing, when you're at home dealing with your own kids, you're trying to keep your composure. But now you got 10 to 12 other kids, other parents, children in your hands, and it's like you got to make sure that you do the right thing. You know what I mean? You got to be able to be understanding that they are young, four- and five-year-olds. Like, you got to understand that. And that's – I think after the first couple of practices, I finally came to grips with that. Yeah, man, it is <clears> – <throat> it, it is difficult handling other people's children, but at the same time, you got to also tell yourself that you are the coach and you are there for a purpose and a reason. Right. And it's <clears throat> it's to kind of manifest discipline onto those kids. Now, we understand they're four or five years old, but that doesn't mean that they could go crazy and run around and act stupid and – 
do things that are different from what the rest of the team's doing. Right. So I think the the, the parents are more appreciative of us if we do try to discipline their kids and try to show them the the basics to t-ball or to baseball or whatnot. Right, right. Like, I'm pretty sure that, like, because I brought it to your attention, I was like, man, I don't know really how to respond to certain things yet, but like you were saying, you know, our job is to teach them and at the same time teach them discipline as well at the same time without using force but basically basically using your voice showing them the right way what's right what's wrong you know stuff like that and i'm you know we got it under control bro so kudos to you on that too bro you know i give us a round of applause baby boy for stepping up and taking care of that volunteering for the kids um it's gonna be a great season bro yeah volunteer y'all hear that volunteer in your own community do what y'all gotta do me and jones big facts I, I will never wear a hat outside of L.A., right? A L.A. Dodger right, hat right. or a Raider hat. Right. But because... Now we rocking Because our kids <laughs> represent the Orioles. Yeah. <clears throat> I got to rock these Orioles hats. But I'm surprised I found my hat, bro. Because I know it was a struggle. Because everywhere I had went, I saw the white one with the black back with the right white front with the orange brim. And that's the one that's their hats for the team. But that was the last ones they had when I went. I tried over at Carson. I went to Lakewood. Nothing, bro. And I low-key got lucky just driving down the street and seeing his hat sitting in the window, bro. No lie. So it worked out. God sent, bro. <laughs> but look, sent. speaking about sports right now, I guess I'm going to just type into something. I'm pretty sure all of you already heard of about the story about uh, Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. You heard about this? Oh, of course. Of course you did, <clears throat> but I'm pretty sure all y'all already know. Like, how do you feel, bro? About you got that's like um, what's his name, Jack Nicholson with the Lakers? Yeah, that'll be Jack. Nicholson that'll be the Lakers. same thing basically for him versus Spike Lee when it comes to the Knicks. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And for them to kind of like be pressing his buttons now about petty shit, like I guess the whole complaint was about him coming through the employees' entrance. Now, what I read was that man done spent over <laughs> ten. He done spent over $10 million Coronavirus. in his lifetime about this shit to come into that stadium. That, that nigga damn near is an employee. He just sits down and watches the games. Well, that's the problem with switching presidents. Yeah, that's and, what I heard, uh, too. Uh, of, of, of teams. Like, most of these presidents you ain't change really, management. Yeah, and, and you change <laughs> and you start taking over a team or a whole, basically, it's not even just a team. It's like, the whole premises of what it is. Right. And you start taking over, and you're not really, you don't really know the team name. I mean, you don't right. really know the members of the team, just the head just the head dudes. You don't know who's a regular. But you should already know that if you're not even, some of these dudes aren't even basketball heads. Right. So they won't even know. He Are you talking about the guys know. who go up into management? They yeah, just like there because the they know the business, but they yeah. don't know basketball. Yeah, like, I, I bet you this mm. dude didn't even know. Like, he's like, all right, Spike Lee is a regular, but he ain't. A player, so he can't be coming in through that entrance. But. Right, but you don't understand what he brings to the culture of your team. Exactly. Like, if you've been paying attention before you came to the employee, they tell you to do your background before you go work for somebody. Yeah. You should already know this man is already on the register. Yep. <laughs> this dude is locked in and booked every season, every game. He's front line for y'all, even when y'all losing games. So, for somebody to hold y'all down all these years doing terrible and still paying all of this money to see y'all and bringing culture to your stadium, like, you got to you gotta have some kind of respect for that. And like you said, I think that's across the board when it comes to business. When you switch management 
it seems like it fucks up the entire morale of the company because now this person's coming in trying to do it the way they want to do it and not understanding there's already been a vibe going on. Yep. You know what I mean? Makes sense. That's craziness, Makes bro. Sense. But moving forward, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to tap on that real quick. And also, we ain't going to get too much on the coronavirus situation because everybody's talking about it. We all know about it. Is they're making this like the biggest fucking epidemic of, of, the, of our lifetime at this point. And the crazy part about it is it's not even affected that many people to where it's to the point where they're making it like state of emergencies and shit are being called out. And now you got the schools. Right now there's 48 or 49 schools that have shut down colleges. And they're now they're forcing um, those students to either pack up. Like for one, for at Harvard, they're making all the kids pack their shit out of the dorms and everything and move on. And they got to go. Now some of them ain't got nowhere to go. Some of them going to be homeless. But they're displacing them, telling them they got to only do online courses. Yes, yeah, nuts. Damn, I feel like I got it right now, bro. I'm over here coughing. Yeah, you're making me nervous, nigga. I don't got a mask on. <laughs> God damn, I think it was this damn fan that was going My on. My fault. Well, you know, I'm the type of I like the fan rolling the windows open. That's me. No, but I wasn't even tripping, to be honest, because I was lost in my own world before this. But <clears throat> you're right, bro. I mean, um, with this coronavirus, mm-hmm. there's a... It's funny because I was watching um, highlights on soccer yesterday. Okay. And uh, one of the biggest leagues is La Liga. La Liga. La Liga out in Spain. All right. Mm. And uh, I think it was an Italy team, though, to be honest, or Italy League. Anyway, <clears throat> they shut down the stadium so no one was allowed to watch. And they played they, they played their game. Like, one of the biggest wow. uh, professional teams out there. Um they they play. It was weird, bro, because it's like you could hear the announcer and you could hear the players talking. So basically, they had the announcers, the players, but they had no fans in the stands. In a big ass stadium. That's crazy because I heard them talking about uh, they might do that with the the fucking NBA too with the Lakers and heard LeBron was like he ain't gonna play if that's the case. And yeah. it's like that's understandable because you there to play for the fans and that's what give you the juice to keep running up and down that court. And I just kind of, I, in my personal opinion, I feel like they making this shit way extreme to the point where they're sending out cleaning crews to businesses and schools and shit to cleaning them up every day. Hand sanitizer, you go to the grocery store, ain't no fucking water on the shelves, toilet paper ain't there. It's just like they're making it like it's the end of the world and there's only been, what, a handful of deaths. And then also they're not talking about the fact that it's really killing older people. You know what I'm saying? They're not making they're not making the key points that people need to know. They're just making people fucking frantic, and I just don't feel like that's the right way to go about it. True. And all you idiots who are buying all the toilet paper and all the paper towels, understand this. You are not doing anything to help this world by stopping the coronavirus. Because right. all you're doing is preventing us from becoming clean. And wiping our ass. And wiping our asses. Because <laughs> what you doing? All you're doing is... Keeping yourself clean, but you still got to walk out into this world. Right, right. You still got to be dapping up people, shaking people's hands, talking to them face to face. Save some toilet paper it's, for us. It's just, it's just awkward, Tired bro. of using leaves. <laughs> and my sock. Yeah. yeah, bro. It's like literally no water on the shelves, my nigga. Now they got signs up limited to three waters per customer. Oh, I've been going never to the, seen be going no to, shit like that. I've been going to the Mexican shops. Okay. Like the Mexican, um, like the Numero Unos. Numero Uno. They be having all the Iowa. Now, I don't know if they uh, filter water, but. <laughs> but it's water. It's you water. Could, and the lid could, hasn't been tampered with. Yeah, you could, boil, you could boil that shit and get it purified. 
True. That's True. real talk right there. <clears throat> True. But it's all good, bro. But yeah, to the coronavirus, y'all need to chill out with the getting all the world scared and shit. Like, I don't think that's the right way to go about this, bro. At all. No, it's not. It's not no hepatitis. Calm your ass down. Man, niggas got AIDS out here and niggas still out here with no condoms. It's wild. Oh man! I'm just saying, my nigga, like it's 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 nut shit going on right now, man. Niggas over here got bumps on their lip and still making out. Yeah, and you talking about the coronavirus? You need to be worried about them herpes on your lips, nigga. That's what you need to be worrying about. And in between your butt cheeks. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas need to get their thought processes good and going, man. Like chill the fuck out. But moving forward. I did watch a new Netflix series, bro. I guess I'm going to just tap in on all this shit right now, get off my chest before we get going, bro. I watched, I checked out a little bit of that Gabriel Fernandez case mm-hmm. doc series on Netflix, and that's a hell, of a, a hell of a series. I'm only two episodes in, but from what I've already uh, watched and the shit I'm seeing, like from people talking about it from work to... Just everywhere on YouTube. This is a wild ass story that happened way back in 2013. And yet it was all in the newspapers. But I didn't hear about it at the time. You know, I was younger, just moving around, probably not even paying attention. You know what I mean? But now that it's uh, on the nationwide scope, I'm paying attention to the situation. And I think it's it's hella out of bounds what happened to that kid, bro. Only eight years old, I believe, um, was found naked and bleeding in his house, bro. And... The the cold the sickest part about it was the the nigga who did it to him bro called the cops bro he called the cops called for the ambulance acting like you know telling them that he wasn't breathing and shit and he didn't know what happened like just to me that's narcissistic bro in a in a major way and it's just sad bro it was the mom her boyfriend they tortured this kid man for months um, social services basically. Just looked over the case, never really pushed the issue on going to help this kid, and then he ended up dead. That's the end of the story. You know what I mean? And it's just tragic to see, bro. And and some shit like this, you wonder like, did he have family around? Did he have anybody paying attention that would have went to bat for him? You know? And I I I don't know, bro. It just seemed like everybody around him felt that little kid, bro, in a major way. Yeah, I know my I know wifey been watching it. I haven't really. I'm not that type to watch stuff like that. Like I don't like when kids get abused. And of course being in not. the position that we're in where we're uh we're That's what fucked me coaches. up, bro. Yeah. Right. We have our own kids, but then being assistant coaches to other kids, right. you know what I mean? It 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 it, it, it um <clears throat> it is a challenge, but at the same time it also makes you grateful that you can change another kid's life other than a uh, life other than like your own. Right. And then on top of that, we also have another another child who has special needs. Yes, we do. Shout out to him, man. It was a it was um it was a new experience for me and I know for Jay and it was um he's an autistic kid and you know, a lot of people probably scared to bring their kids out and play sports and get involved with things, you know what I'm saying? With a disability like that, but you know, I'm I give my kudos to his moms for bringing him out. She was actually on the field with him, playing with him being attentive with them, you know, we try to get them involved, play with them, you know, get them running the bases, throwing the ball, stuff like that. And, you know, it was a – that shit touched me a little bit, bro, because I'm like, see, this is what it's all about at the end of the day. You know, we can't discriminate. We can't 
do that type of shit. And stuff like this will help teach our kids at an early age, too, to have respect for kids with disabilities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be kind to them, to help them, to understand that, yes, they may be different from you, but yet they still are a kid. They're still human. They're still a person. You know what I mean? So you got to – that's that's the one thing I took from that, bro. And uh, you know what? Throughout the season, we for sure going to keep working with them and make sure you have a blast. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the only thing we can do – uh, physically to uh, help him is to basically treat him like the rest of the kids. Correct. Don't treat him any different. You are th- you are part of the team, and that as is, and like that's what we got to teach the teammates to our kids on the team that we treat him as such. You know what I mean? And since they're so small, they probably don't even so they don't understand that, that yet. They just yeah. see it as another kid. So that is a good that is a good factor at that point, bro. Yeah. To be honest. And it's cool to see, like, kids improving already. You know? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's nice to see, you know, there's, there's there's a lot of kids. I mean, every kid has improved already. Absolutely. But, you know, I'm, I'm really focused on hopefully helping this this young man who just joined our squad. Absolutely. To improve. And, you know, he's, he's still got to run the bases like everybody else. He's still right, got to hit right. the ball like everybody else. Still got to catch the ball like everybody else. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you got to be more attentive and uh, have more patience, a little bit more patience for kids like that. And I, I liked how the mom felt comfortable enough to right. actually text <coughs> the president of the league and mm-hmm. let him know that, you know, our squad is taking care of her son and that. Absolutely. You know, we're we doing our thing. So that's that's what makes me happy. Yeah, that was pretty deep, bro. For her to go to that, to that level, that shows a lot, bro. Like, she really was, she was digging the vibe, and that's all that matters, bro. And I, and for, from my perspective, looking at her, bro, I could tell that she understands what her role has to be in her son's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's major, bro. That's major. And that's why, turning back to what you were talking about, that uh, that um, that series on Netflix, right. that's what makes me not want to watch it. I right. understand it happening. Right. It's a true story, and it's good. It's good to like be informed with things like this. Making the public happen. aware, like you know what I'm saying. Making the public aware that only that. If you see something wrong with a kid that seems off, try to find out and adjust the situation. You know what I mean? Because to be honest, kids at a certain age, they don't lie. No, they don't. They're really blunt and will tell the truth no matter what. And the sad part is when a kid is going through something like this, like he was, he still somehow within his heart was still loving his mom. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't really know the whole dynamic of it, but all I'm saying is to the public and to y'all watching and listening – if y'all see something going sideways or don't seem right, just approach the situation and see what's really going on because niggas need to speak up, bro. Straight yeah. up. And the social services failed him, bro. In a major way where four of them did their own trial. I don't know if they ended up getting convicted, but they were found guilty or brought to charges about this case too because of their negligence, bro. Mm. So kudos to that, bro, because – Fuck all the bullshit. The system fails kids all the time, bro, especially the ones that end up in foster systems, all kind of shit. It's just a wild world we living in, and there's so many of them that they get left in the dust, bro, and then be out here living a wild life, bro. Damn, speaking about kids telling the truth, I uh, I had this little thing with my with Cam, and I was like, uh, 
I was like introducing him like he was like a like a like a wrestler or something. Okay. You know, I was like, you know, standing that three foot something. Right, right. Weighing at sixty eight pounds. <laughs> he likes pizza. He likes spaghetti. Right, right. Da-da-da, whoop-de-whoop. And I was like, you know, lightweight champion of the world. And I said his name. And he came out screaming. He was like, Oh, daddy, can I do it? And I said, Yeah. Right, right. He said he said, bro, he said it just like this. He said, His name is Daddy. He was in Florida. He went to work working on spaceships. He doesn't hug mommy a lot. <laughs> Daddy. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, damn, these he's telling the truth. They tell and he, the and he, truth. And he and he sees my movements and I was like, damn. Right. Well maybe I need to uh I need to make an effort to hug his mommy more, dog. Hey bro, speaking of that, I'm glad that's a good segue into our topic today, bro. Um <sighs> We are going to be talking about how to basically keep um, your relationship in line, bro. You know what right. I mean? Keep yeah. it in line. Like, if things ain't going as well as you may seem, like, how to keep this shit above water. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure every relationship go through some rocky times to where everybody, not even just you, but your, but the other person in play, got to take a sit down and really evaluate what the fuck is going on so that yeah. this... This union can continue and be prosperous. You know what I mean? Yep. You're right. And um, stuff like that. Like I said, kids will tell you the truth, bro. And you know what I'm saying? I don't, you know. So you be like, where does that come from? Is it because they're seeing it or are they being told this? Like, it's like, what's going on? But um, it is what it is, bro. We all know the things that we're not doing. You know what I mean? We know the shit we're not doing. We know the stuff that we feel like the other person's not doing. But And then I believe that's when it becomes... Um, that's where the arguments and shit pin from. Yeah. When blaming one person for this or nagging about this or nagging about that, I think that's when the fucking arguments and shit be- begin to start because it's like, why are we nitpicking about the smallest things and there's bigger shit going on? Yeah. And I think that's where most arguments stem from, from the small shit, like just the petty shit to the point where it's like, look, I'm a grown human being. I don't need to be told every single thing about every single thing. Yeah. What you think? Man, I, I think you're right, bro. It's just, I think. Block the label out because we ain't sponsored by these fools, but it's a good drink. Right. <laughs> Remember Kawhi did that? Did you see that when Kawhi went up to the Threw stand? that shit on the ground. So get I, this shit I, off the podium. I said, I ain't sponsored by Gatorade. <laughs> I said, this dude. I said, he a That's real a real one, man. I said, you a real one for that. Before he even sat down, he said, oh, no, y'all trying to get me. He saw that. He saw the Gatorade bottle, too. <laughs> What if he grabbed that Gatorade bottle, put it down, put a hand on it? Bah! <laughs> Sponsored by Hennessy. You thought you got me. Uh, Not today, real. baby boy. On the real. Uh, but going back to talking about like relationships and... Shoot, what was your question, bro? No, because you know, we're talking about right now, basically, what are we talking about, bro? We're talking about like if a struggling yeah. relationship, either struggling or from physical to... Everything, you know, mentally with each other. Like, yeah. what is the things that we could be doing? Because as a man, you know what I'm saying? We definitely got our own thought process on the way things should work. And our women got their process the way they think shit should work. And at the end of the day, it's supposed to be a partnership and working together. But there's times when we don't see eye to eye with shit. True. You know what I mean? So how do you... How do you wiggle your way around the bullshit and try to get back to the basics before the kids, before even the marriage, even before, you know what I'm saying? When yeah. things was 
spicy when it was cool, happy every time you saw that person, like ecstatic. Like, how do you get your energy back to that level after you've already created all of this stuff from marriage to kids to building a home, having bills, having all this shit? How do you get yourself? I'm not saying you can't you can't erase these things, but how can you get the vibe back to where it was when you would go pick her up, go out for the night? You know what I'm saying? Like I when think, you um, went to go scoop her and see her, you ecstatic, you hype, you got your best clothes on, smelling good, got the music ready for the vibes in the car. Like you own one tonight, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we all know what I'm talking about. When you in the dating process and you really vibing with this chick, you're gonna you're gonna be on a whole nother level. Like you be happy as fuck to see this person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's kind of it's kind of hard to do all that just because you can't really. From my perspective, you can't really set aside what you've already gone through. <laughs> right, it's in the have, back of your mind. Yeah, and what you already have. Yeah. Like, I know you want to have that date night. I know we talk about, like, you got to you gotta have that one night out of the week to go out with your significant other and just have your own time together and talk about things, hash things out. I understand that. But it's kind of it's kind of hard doing that it's easier said than done right right getting you know the mean? fire back into Get, a relationship yes. that's broken yes and now so so first we gotta address the question first when do we know if a relationship is broken to begin oh, bro, with if if you're not talking to each other right if if you're not talking to each other if there's no intimacy there hmm. if it's just a hello goodbye you know like, right. you're not, like, hating each other. You're not hating each other, but it's like you're not really showing affection towards each other. You're basically just inhabiting the same space. Oh, yeah, yeah. Understandable. Like, you inhabit in the same space. Y'all, you both reside in the home. You're walking past each other. You might say, what's up? Oh, you good? Yep. Then go off, do your own thing. Watch your TV. Watch your, watch whatever. Do whatever. Go outside. Go do whatever you're going to do by yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's everybody almost- just in the crib. It's, it's moments like that to where if you have enough time, you would sit back and then you'll kind of have a realization to where you start asking yourself questions. Something ain't am right. I, yeah. And you start asking your questions like, am I here for the long run or am I here because I settled and we got kids and whatnot? Like, am I really happy right now at this moment? Right. You know what I mean? And, and you got to be a real person. Take that pride off, off your shoulders to ask yourself these questions and answer it like a like, like w- w- meaningful and with truthfulness. And if it's not, it's like I feel like there's that's the time where you got to seek out help from elsewhere. What like right? what do you mean like counseling shit like Maybe that? Maybe counseling. Right. Uh, um, start talking to somebody who's who's gone through that situation before. Right. Because I mean you know? we we already know, bro. Like a lot of people don't like to put they. Uh, relationship business exactly. out in the world. Yeah. Like when you see each other, everything always just looks like damn. They they happy as fuck. Everything is going good. You know what I mean. And that's how you look at anybody's relationship. But you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You know what I mean. And yeah. I think that's the part where you're saying when you might have to start seeking out some type of help. Where either you go to counseling or even like we've done before. We've had some sit downs with each other. Me, you, my wife, your wife, and we just kind of discuss certain things and it's like damn we're getting it off our chest even though it may not be the shit we trying to expose about ourselves but yet it comes out and it's kind of like a little therapeutic because now you get to have a conversation yeah true. you know what i mean because i don't think couples 
I think, in my opinion, I feel like couples should be able to do that more often. And nowadays, you don't even really see couples kicking it like that. You know what I mean? Because everybody feeling like either they got to be on the page, they got to be on another level, or they got to, they just feel like they can't be real with themselves and with people around them. It's like everything ain't always peaches and cream. Yeah. Because if it was always peaches and cream, my nigga, I don't, I don't even know what that lifestyle is. I think if it is, bro, then you shouldn't be married at all. Yeah, something isn't go, correct, you, yeah. bro. Because you, you, you can't really, this is how I put it, you can't really feel the sunshine if you never felt darkness before. Because oh, if the yeah. sun is always out, you're not going to appreciate it as much as if you were always on your low points. Right, right. You know what I mean? And we're not, what Jones is trying to say is don't just, I mean, we're not just talking about going out there and spilling the whole tea to another couple about your problems or your relationship right. and how it's going. You could discuss, but, you could discuss Average situations between couples yeah. that every couple most likely going through if yeah. you really got a serious situation going on. True. We're not talking about just dating. We're talking about marriage, kids, households. You got a lot of shit going. Mm-hmm. It comes with a lot, bro. And people may not see that until you get involved with it or have that type of lifestyle, family style. You got to understand it comes with a lot, bro, because not only – I feel like, for one, we work a lot, right? True. We always out the house. Like, my daughter always tell me, Daddy, you going to work? You, you always at work, Daddy, you going to work again? When every time Sunday come, she wake up in the morning and say, Daddy, you going to work tomorrow? I say, yeah. Then she said, okay, so we must be going to church today. She already knows. She's like, my dad works a lot, and she knows her mom work a lot. And then it's like, when you working long hours, bro, you get home, and you kind of just done. And now that we got the T-ball stuff on top of it, and then we got spark that talk, we got... I'm doing. I'm. I'm going back to school, taking classes. Like it's. It's a lot of things going on to where you find yourself tapping out sometimes of your personal situations because you're trying to handle all this other shit going on. Yeah. And then you're so tired, you want to go to sleep. And now that's the routine. And then you look up a month down the road and you ask yourself, "Damn, when's the last time we went to kick it? When's the last time we went out? When's the last yeah. time we did this? When's the last time we did that?" And it's like. I guess the only way I can say is trying to figure out, set a time frame on, it's fucked up to say it, but maybe you got to really calendar this shit out. Because with busy schedules, you may have to really say, look, every Wednesday, every Thursday, or every Saturday, we about to do this, or we about to do that, no matter what is going on. Fuck everything, fuck everybody else, we got to focus on what's going on right here, so that we can get that time to connect, discuss things, have some laughs, have a cry, whatever the fuck you need to be, but it needs to occur every week at this time. Yeah, that's one that's that's one good way, you know. That's one good way. I know I know when it comes down to your significant other wanting you to change certain things about yourself. That's it, a deep one. You know, and um you know, of course I've had conversations like that and sometimes I feel like I don't need to change. Like, I don't need that. I don't need to change that for you to feel some type of way because I feel like that really doesn't affect whether you love me more or not in our relationship. But then I think with that shit is when you're starting to tell somebody something about themselves every single day and you're hearing it all the time, it's like, okay, hold the fuck up. Pump your brakes. That's not what we're supposed to be here for. Of course, you want the truth about things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, if, if you're in a partnership... You want to be able to uplift each other every single day. That's the way, because when you go out here into the world, into the public, we're not with each other. You want this person's mind to still be focused on what's at home. You know what I mean? 
You don't want this person to leave the home and be like, damn, it's all bad here, nigga. Now you get distracted out here in the real world. And when you get out here in the world, you get distracted by some fuck shit. And then it can fuck blow up the whole situation. Like, you don't want that to occur. So that's why I always feel like when it comes to a relationship, when you are around each other, you need to be somehow attentive with each other, uplifting each other, praying for each other, uh, supporting each other, complimenting each other. Because once you step out this house and shit is going the other direction in the house and somebody else giving that energy, that's when shit goes bad. Yeah, true. That's when that shit go bad and it be like, damn, why is this person can't do what this person's doing? And it's, it's you don't want that to be the case. You understand? You don't want to be out here. I think that's why a lot of relationships fail when it comes to like uh, infidelity because they're not getting that energy that they should be getting from their significant other. So they end up out here mixed up with some other shit because they like, oh, this person is not judging me. This person is supporting me. This person is doing this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? Yeah, reeling that back a little bit. Reel it back, talking, baby boy. Talking about just caught a fish, <laughs> a big one, a bluefin tuna, a big ass tuna. I didn't boy. even know what bluefin tuna was until I watched yeah. the documentary. So yeah, be careful with that. It might smack you in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They get yourself a couple grand for it though. On the real man, but yeah, like you was just talking about. I feel like another situation with relationships and why it could go south real quick. Is bringing up moments at the wrong time. Mm. You could be vibing to a good vibe, or you could just be chilling. <laughs> and With next thing you know, up chilling. And, and what then, a good right? one! Yeah. And next thing you know, someone, whether it be you or her, want to have a talk. <laughs> I don't know where, out of the blue, you know. That's that's one thing that 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 that, that grinds yeah. my gears. Like, right. damn, bro, like I'm just chilling, like. You just got here, like, all of a sudden you want to start talking deep, like, and I understand how important, like, Absolutely. some of these things could be important, real important. Oh, for sure, for sure. Now, that's, that's the time where I have to take my pride aside and be like, listen, and actually care, but sometimes it's like, damn, man, you just brought it up the wrong time, like, I feel like there's a certain time we could do this, like, catch the vibe, understand right. the vibe we have in right now, the vibe that you walking into, and like, ah, I could wait, you know what Key I mean? Key words, you have wait. to... You have to you have to adjust yourself. You, when you come into the room, into the situation, assess the situation right now. Does this seem like this is the right time to talk about this specific subject? Because if you really think this is going to get the other person off balance, where now this shit going to turn into some fuckery, just don't do it. It's like we have time to do this shit a little later. How about if the vibe is going well and you see my vibe or you see her vibe going well, just chill for a minute. Just be like, all right, maybe this is a good space. Let's stay in this space for a yes. minute. Instead of, no, oh, let me just blow this shit up. Fuck it. Yeah. You know if what you, I'm saying? If, if y'all don't understand what we're talking about. Just blow the shit up. If you don't understand what we're talking about, a good reference is this. You are up by 40 points mm. in a basketball game at halftime. Y'all go to the locker room for halftime. Y'all chilling. Y'all like, hell yeah, we up. Yeah, yeah. Coach comes storming in. I want all y'all to foul. Keep fouling everybody. <laughs> what? It ain't no damn sense. It's exactly what the vibes we feeling right. when you're in a relationship and you're just chilling and vibing in your own space. Or just know this, man. If the stars are not aligned for you to say some certain <laughs> things, don't say it until that right. star is aligned. But you then, know you know, I mean? at the end of the day, I think sometimes just... 
I just feel like if it's like that all the time, bro, then it's just like there is going to be no peace. True. But, They'll, hey, but I'm not saying that what they have to say or what you have to say is not important. Right. I don't, it is yeah, important. I don't think anybody's like, hearing that, bro, but the, the point of the fact of what you're saying is that there are times and places and manners and ways to say certain shit and also the tone in your voice and the tone and how you say shit. Because I know me personally, sometimes I come off a little wild the way I'm talking because... How like you said, give us, give us an example. no, like like you said, the vibe, nigga. Like you said, if the vibe in the moment you was in a vibe and then you get approached a certain way, now you kind of popping off because you like, damn, my energy was really good right now. How the fuck did this just happen? Exactly. And I think that's when, like I said, that's when the arguments happen because now neither one of you are listening to the situation. The whole no. fucking situation is out of whack now because nobody's listening. I want to be right. You want to be right. So now it's like this shit not gonna stop. But what what what's what is it always when you pop off? Because you were in a state of mind where you was chilling. Now you tripping. Now you tripping, and then <laughs> when the other person says, "Why are you yelling? Why are you yelling? We just talking." And then as soon as that and it happens, it makes you even more yeah, mad. And you just, yeah. you're like, man, it's gonna be WrestleMania Part Seven right now, and then you start doing dukes, bro. Like it be like that. Well, so you absolutely like, right because it's the way you say shit. Exactly. Because then, as soon as you say why, as soon as you ask me some crazy shit and I respond crazy, and then you say why are you tripping? Exactly. Now we tripping. It's because it's, it's, it's analyze how you exactly. approach me. So that go both ways. If I come in a situation, I say some shit sideways, and you respond crazy, I'm be like why are you tripping? And it go both ways. I feel like yeah. I feel like for females, it's what what gets them grinded. Is not how you say it. No, no. It's not what you say, but how you say it. So if I say something out of pocket, but I'm calm with it, it's going to be more better. But if I come out yelling or just my tone of voice is a little bit, is a notch higher than hers, it's going to be crazier. Like when you like. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, you just. Or like, your body like, language. It's an your example. Body you just chilling. Like, you just watching TV. It's a good episode on. And you're like, cool. This is a good vibe. Here she come walking in. Next thing you know. It'd be some. Then I tell your ass to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What you mean you told my ass? See, that's the vibe, that's the language. And now I'm gonna be like, what the fuck is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So now you now the whole now the whole situation's out of pocket. Or that's like her just chilling in the vibe and I walk in and be like, So are you gonna get up and uh do this or do that? Be like, What the fuck you mean, nigga? I'm tired. Exactly. So now there's so many different but, but that's ways. But that's what I'm saying. Those are plenty where... of examples that how in a in a household, bro, when you're in a relationship or marriage, like I it goes back to what I said. I think we're all so booked and busy. We really gotta figure out to find ways to when we are in each other's presence to make it a little smoother transition because we both tired. We both worked all day. We both got to take care of our child. We got to make sure the house is clean. Got to make sure we got food to eat. Got to make sure the fucking laundry is washed. Got to make sure all these shit is done, even though you just put out 12 to 13 hours outside of the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? So My lady does majority. I'm not going to lie. She oh does yeah, I don't. I'm not saying nothing like that, bro. Like my wife does a lot of shit, yeah. and it's like that's just what it is. But yeah. at the same time, we both work in a lot of hours, and we both find what our our uh strong suits are. True. If you do this better than me, I'm gonna always depend on you to get that done. Damn. You know what I mean? See, and I feel like 
Sometimes it's not. It shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't because be, but hey, sometimes they. I ain't gonna lie. Because I, feel I look like, at because I, I look at it that it way. Like, I look at just like right, how you said. Right. Because if you shower the boys better than I do, I'm a. <laughs> but like, damn, like showering is hard. Like what time is it? Like, like showering <laughs> is hard. Like then, I just, then you bro. fuck up like. Oh, it's about that time to go give him a shot. They be like, no, uh, nigga, you go give him a shot. It yeah. be like, but this is what you do. Yeah. And then it's like it looked more smooth. Right. When it you looks do it crazy. Not, but now it looks crazy because like that's the same way when they approach you about some shit. They only telling you because they feel like you do this the best. You, yeah. This is why I'm asking you to do this shit. It's not even. This not even from a relationship standpoint. It's from my mom's standpoint. But you ever got hit with one of these? Like you just chilling, vibing, watching right. your TV show or whatever, and. Say moms come in. Maybe, maybe sometime my wifey did it too. But they'll come in and they'll be like, wow, you've been sitting there all day long. Like under <laughs> their breath. But you can hear what they say. Sitting there all day long. All Wasn't you dishes. at home all day? Yeah, all these damn dishes. In the like you ain't washed the dishes. You ain't even take out the trash. You ain't picked up this. Ain't did that. And it's yeah. like, but. But it's under their breath. And then they give you one of these. <sighs> Same thing every day. Like, Damn. You know what? Yeah, that's but what, that's only that's what's gonna the, get me to raise but my that, voice. But that's only for them couch warriors, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Those mm. are the niggas who really just be at home doing nothing all day and then get frustrated when they press to get up off their ass and do something. It's like you literally don't have nothing else to do but to go do this. I feel like sometimes it's not even couch warriors, bro. I feel like sometimes it's like in a woman's head if they come in work after you do. They think that you've been laying there for like damn near two hours. <laughs> Bro, I just, you feel me, dog? Bro, I just got here 15 minutes ago. You walked ago. in the door like five minutes ago. And I ago. lay down here. My kid is watching his show. My other kid's watching his show on his look, phone because I just want to Look, relax. that time frame that you first walk in the door and like take your clothes off and get comfortable, uh-huh. you need them 15, 30 minutes to really just decompress from that day. And like you said, they walk in right after you five minutes. It looks like you really ain't been doing shit. But hold on a second. I'm decompressing. Yes. So once you come in the door, please do not press me about anything going on. Because I want you to get your time as well. I don't care. Go lay down, relax, because I understand I need that too. But once this is done, let's let's get together. Let's talk. Let's see what's going on each other day. But I'm not going to come bum rush. As soon as you walk through the door, because I know how stressful outside from going to work to driving in traffic. This shit is crazy. That shit alone out here in Cali, nigga, going to work all day, sitting in traffic after work. That's another fucking job on top of it. Then you got to get to the house. Now you got to decompress. And now you then you got to figure out what else you got to do now at home. Right. That 15 minutes, like you said, bro, of decompressing. As much needed, 15, 20, whatever it Fuck. is, right? Because Everybody be compressed because maybe that'll eliminate some of this bullshit. This the way I compare it to because sometimes it happens to me, and I'm not going to lie, and I'm not throwing my dirt out there like that, my dirty laundry, but I'm pretty sure it happens to a lot of, a lot of people who are in relationships, especially with the men. When she says, go grab this from the stove. <laughs> the stove, this is what I'm going to compare it to, right? The stove is... So she's thinking in her mind, and I'm telling you, all females thinking in mind, I just told them to go grab eggs. <laughs> so it's like, go grab eggs and come back. All right, mind you, the grocery store's 10 minutes away. Yeah, nothing is just around the way around out here, bro. She really you got to kind of drive. She really, she really thinking in her mind, once that door shuts and he out, he better be here in like five minutes. <laughs> grocery store 10 minutes away. 
Don't even take into consideration maybe it's a long ass line. Maybe there's traffic headed traffic, to the Traffic, an accident. Something. Police got the streets blocked off. Long ass All line. Long shit. ass line in the in, in the 20, 20 uh items or less aisle. Thank you. You get to the line to check out, you got literally two items in your hand and you like it's 50 niggas in front of me I'm right now. I'm telling you, two items in your hand, one item in your hand. Especially if with the coronavirus, home, it's hectic out there. <laughs> if you home in 22, 25 minutes, that is plenty of time. That yeah. is that is a good time frame if, if your store is about five minutes away. Mm. Because you still got to walk and go grab this. You thinking I'm Sonic the Hedgehog? You want me to go run and grab this shit? <laughs> Calm down. I'm what took your ass so long man. to go get the eggs? That's what all I hear. That's all I hear all the damn time. Why did it take you so long? Like, damn. Like, look, yo, this shit takes a little bit of time. But I don't want to see, but that's the thing. I don't want to take my energy to explain to you why it took so long. Just but understand then, that the damn eggs are here. You told me to go do something. No, bro, but look, this is. Now look, look, but that, with stuff like that, that's when it's like how you say you're trying to hold it back. And I think that is the issue. We gotta. We all, from the male's perspective, from the female perspective, just holding this shit back and letting it build up to these levels to where yeah. you're not talking to each other, to where y'all like not getting along, like just stupid shit, like like you said, going back to just hugging, the simple things of life. It's like that shit ends up coming up because now every time something come up and I'm just trying my best not to say shit. Now that make me want to get this little scenario over. Right now, I go back off and do what I'm doing on my own. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. And I think that's what that is, bro, to be honest. I was going to say. On God. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't flipping this back over, making another 45-minute video, bro. This is done. Yeah, nah, bro. But that's funny. You're you right. And you know what? I keep finding different ways on how kids can be a blessing. And I know I'm throwing out. Our T-ball shenanigans and stuff like that. So good, kids. bro. But another reason why I also see how a kid can be a blessing is my kid pointing me out on my BS, like not giving his mom a hug constantly. Yeah. And it's like, damn, man. So, you know, Don't kids that, are watching. Bro. Kids are watching and kids are, are always telling the truth. And they will let you know. And that is a big thing in a marriage, bro, especially once you have kids. I think because um, my daughter does the same, like. She'll be like, Daddy, uh, can you just go give mommy a hug and say you sorry? Like, simple shit like right. that. They'll come yeah. out of nowhere with it, and it's like, damn, you didn't even realize that that situation was even that heavy for them. You know what I'm saying? True. So we got to, like, it's, and that's another thing, like, doing that shit when the kids are alert. Like, it just almost be like, damn, that's for, especially for me on the male's perspective. <coughs> I don't really like to get into it about shit around my daughter like that, bro. I just don't like to really do that because it looks crazy. And even though it may not look, it may not in reality be really crazy what's going on. To a kid's eyes, they, they're probably thinking like, damn, they really going at it about, like you said, eggs. Yeah. And they may think it's bigger than bigger than that. And yeah. it's not. So it's it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of wild. Like even like just based on the kids' perspective of things. Like I had to tell myself today, man, I'm I gotta start watching. Like, what I'm watching around her on TV and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I used to not really think too much about those kind of things, but now I am because I can kind of tell that now she at the age where she picking up on everything. Like you said, they start picking up on every little nuance and stuff. And now every day I just make sure I got Frozen on or Toy Story 4. Like, yeah. I just deal with it because I was like, maybe I was just being selfish. Like, oh, I just want to watch what I want to watch and not really understanding 
okay, my kid is in here watching this crazy shit with me, and I'm not thinking, like, what kind of shit is going that's, on in her brain. That's exactly what You it know is, what I mean? Bro. So it's like, now I'm like, fuck, I just got to vibe out to these cartoons, and once she go to sleep, maybe catch an episode or something. But I can't keep just watching fucking NCIS or fucking, like, Snowfall and shit, there was, and she there in there was, chilling with there was, me. There was one incident. There was one incident this past week before Cam got his hair cut. And uh, he had his shirt off. And it looked like he had a bow cut, to be honest. It just right, looked like right. before he had his haircut. And I was like, dang. I said, come on, Bruce Lee. And he was like, who, bro? Who? Who's that? Right, right. And I, you know, I told him Bruce Lee. And I was like, oh, okay. So I I went on the, uh, <laughs> on the Apple TV. And I Here said, goes a little lesson, yeah, son. I went on YouTube. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, Bruce Lee fights? Uh, I was like, that's Bruce Lee. Right, right. And he get into the fight. And Carmen's like, what are you doing? And I was like... He looked like Bruce Lee. I'm trying to show him what he looked like. Like, right now, just right now, his shirt right, is right, off. He right. got sweats on. Right. You know, and then she was like, don't be, don't be showing him this stuff. And in my mind, I was like, why? Right. After I turned it off and I, I, I listened to her after she kept mm-hmm. saying it, like, multiple times, this dude over here punching his little brother in the back, going, ha, 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 ha. I'm like, damn. He was right. I should right, have right, done that right, little right. brother crying. Now, don't get us wrong. Our wives are right most of the time. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Real shit. Because then you'd be like, damn, you was right. But you don't want to admit it. It'd be like, goddamn. Hey, but we right majority of the time. <laughs> you may be right most of the time. We right majority of the time. Yeah, that's funny, bro. Like, I've really been thinking about that lately because I'm like, damn, maybe the shit I've been watching has just not been the right move. So, I low-key been doing that. Like, even today, I got home. I said, as soon as she walked in the door, I said, well... Got to turn this shit off. Yeah. I went right to Frozen, bro. Yeah, sometimes, well, now Carmen, Carmen, she, she complained that when I come home, like, or when she comes home, she just sees the kids, like, on the phone or watching. I'm like, damn, man, if you was home an hour ago, you would have seen I was playing around <laughs> with them in their bedroom or we was outside in the backyard playing for a minute. But, fam, now look, but tired. this is, this is, this only advice I got to give out to the men, to the women, bro, like. We got to stop jumping to conclusions about shit. Exactly. Like, just exactly. really just sit down and think for a second and not think that everything is bad. Everything, like, I think that's the thing for me, bro. Like, it's just got to be some kind of way to where it can be like, how do you, how can you look at every situation bad? You can't do that. You have to literally sit and use your brain for a second and think like, damn, okay, this situation ain't what my brain is telling me to say right now. Because as soon as I say it, now this whole shit, you, like, there goes the blow up. And it's like, damn, could have just sat there for a second and put yourself in the vibe in the moment and then respond. Instead of yeah. coming right in the door and then say say this or say that in the, th- <coughs> say that in the third. And now it's like. <coughs> damn, that was a nice blunt. Now huh? I'm fucking coughing because this shit, the blow up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, y'all get what I'm saying, bro. No, you're, you, you're y'all absolutely Y'all get exactly right. what I'm saying, dog. And here's a. Here's what you should do, right? Here is something you can do. If you feel like you got to walk in and start blowing people's spot up, do this. Train your mind and your body that as soon as you walk into that door, you go straight to the bathroom, you take a fat dump. <laughs> because while you sit there in that toilet, you're going to start thinking. But you know, hmm. what it, you know what it really be, bro? It goes for us and the females. When you walk through the door, you already coming in the house with all the shit that just went on today. So you may be in a bad mood. You could tell. When that door opened, you could tell if it was going to be a good one or it's about to be one of them days. Or maybe this is my fault. Maybe she came in 
And maybe she did have a bad day, but I ain't giving no hugs. Right. And we're not even thinking about that. But then we're thinking about us being in a good vibe already. Right. Right. Being Mm. selfish. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you said that. So Mm. speaking on that, bro, it's like this. Like, does your lady like it when you just approach her out of nowhere, like on a vibe? Or is that like she be just like, look, I ain't in the mood, that type of shit. I'm pretty sure we all get that I ain't in the mood shit. And then it's like, but when I'm not in the mood and you in the mood, I got to get in the mood. Yeah, it's always <laughs> like that, bro. Always like that. You be like, last night I was in the mood, but you wasn't. Now I'm over here tired as fuck. Now you in a mood mood. And I'm but like, then, but damn. Then they always say, then they but always the say, man going to jump into the mood because it's like, damn, I need this mood now yeah. because. I don't know when shit. I'm ever going to get it again. <laughs> or you be like, man, I'm not in the mood. And then all they and then all they have to say is, all right, I'm going to remember this. Well. If you're going to ask for it, I'm going to say no. It's like, ah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just crazy. Like I said, I just think we all just... I, honestly, the biggest factor to all of this shit... The power of the punani is strong. Is Yeah, that's true. But I think at the end of the day, we are all just overworked, bro. We're all overworked, and it just fucks shit up. Like, I think we're also overworked that, like I said, when you get home, you really don't got the energy half the time. No. And this is for this is for marriages, bro, with kids. I'm telling you. And both of y'all working, I'm telling you, man, that's I'm pretty sure every married couple could relate to that, bro, and be like, that's why I go back to what I said. Maybe plotting out a day a week. Like you obviously wanna show affection, do all these things every day if you can, but you gotta have at least one day a week where y'all block it out and it's just y'all. Like we know we got kids to take care of, but you two is what's going to make this train keep going at the end of the day. So what day, you understand? bro? You let me know what day. Because here we go. Here's your schedule. Monday practice. <laughs> Tuesday spark that talk. Wednesday game. Mm. Thursday maybe practice again. Friday the only time, but it's like, damn, don't Friday, don't you want to be with your kid too? Right, right. Right. So I feel like it's, it's really easier. Hard. It's, it's easier like you said, said than done. easier said than done. But that's what a lot of things, bro. And that's when it comes down to what I mean. What I'm saying, some, yep. either sacrificing time or, like I said, we just too booked and busy. Now we got to figure out how to book in this time and just keep on rolling. Like I don't give a fuck if it's only two hours, two or three hours. This shit could be a rememberable time frame. Mm. You understand? Mm. Like, I just feel like the simplest shit is what works. That's what works for me. My wife isn't this chick that's on my neck all day about the wild, extravagant shit, bro. And I'm blessed for that. You know what I'm saying? Because she realized what we have, we created together, coming from literally living in a, a one-bedroom apartment, bro. Like, living in, like, some wild, a wild, on a, in a wild neighborhood, bro, to where we are now, bro. It's like... We got to realize where we came from and where we at now. We have to cherish this shit. And the only way we can continue to do this is if we stay eye to eye on shit and we vibing with each other. Like, let's take the simplest shit. Let's just go to a movie. Let's go to lunch. Let's do breakfast. Let's go fucking somewhere. You know, let's go bowling or let's go do something where we have to be attentive with each other. You know, we all like to hang out with our boys or go here, go there. But at the end of the day... We got to wiggle some alone, long time. Like, the, I know, like you said, bro, Friday come, you want to be with the kids. You want to all be together. So when the fuck can you find your time? You just got to find the time. I don't care if it's a Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, or Friday. It don't got to be a weekend. It just needs to be some type of time. 
Like, we're adults. We can go out one night at 8 p.m. You know what I'm saying? Hell no. And get back me. in. But this is what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> I know we got work early in the Damn. morning and shit, and it's fucked up to say, but we might really, like you said, sacrifice. We're going to have really? to, fam, because I just really think that's the only way. Like, tonight, bro, we're going to do Spark That Talk. When I'm done, I know I got to probably do an assignment or two. <laughs> then you're going to get your ass fired from work be like, what happened? <laughs> Last night when I sacrificed my sleep. For a dinner night Got in around three and You're shit I'm up it, at four nigga You the only one making the bread now I got fired <laughs> Oh yeah that's crazy You don't want that Don't sacrifice your work to support your family But no, no, you know but what you, I'm saying you, I know exactly You get what, what I'm like. saying bro We gotta wiggle some time in bro Yeah. Like even if you at the house Go in the fucking living room Once the kid is asleep now, this is even easier because once they fall asleep, you can go in the front, turn on the Netflix or something and get a vibe or just sit there and have a just talk and like actually try to have a laugh instead of it being so serious. Like, that's what my wife tells me, like, I'm too serious. And I know I've been like that all my life. And I have been trying to learn how to be a little more relaxed when I'm with her so that we can try to hop into a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want it to always just be about work and bills and fucking this and fucking that. It needs to really just be about us. Like be, like, like I said, when you at the dating stage, when you see a person, you, you only want to be with that person. Like, you don't want to. It was times when you would go kick it and then you'd be like, the whole day flew by, but you, you don't even know where the time went because you were so lost or trapped into this, in the relationship, having a good time with this person, not even thinking about time. You know what I mean? Like, when you get to the point when you're around each other for 10 minutes and you and y'all don't want to, and you want to go into separate rooms now, like, that shit got to change. You know what I mean? True. Some changes got to be made on both sides, not just not just who you think right. who's at fault, but on both sides. Yeah, and so that's to everybody out there, bro. If you if you feeling your relationship, like, is getting on the, on the rocky side or you feeling like... Um, Damn, is this what is this worth it? Or if you feeling like um is it gonna last? You gotta first look at yourself. Self evaluate see what you doing, yep. evaluate yourself. Like I'm seeing a lot of people nowadays talking about self love, shit like that. I think that is an important key too, bro, because if you're not happy with yourself and what you got going on from physical to mental, for anything, how can you really give yourself fully to the other person? You know what I mean? Because like I said, in the dating stage, you both young and vibrant and just on top of the world. You know what I mean? With no worries. But now it's like time goes by where you've been together so long. We both done change physically. We both done change mentally. All of these things change over eight to ten year time frames. Shit's going to change. So now you have to figure out how to grow up in an adult world and figure out how to still be able to connect in an adult form that is suitable to each other to where y'all won't lose that vibe or lose that connection physically, mentally, emotionally, all of that shit. Yeah. I didn't mean to go Dr. Phil, but nigga, I had to real quick. Cause I'm, I, I'm, I'm doing my own therapy right now, I guess. For Talking real. my shit out You know what I mean You went straight Dr. Philip on You know what I mean But yeah that's enough of that bro I want to get off of that right now Before we get off the uh, podcast today But I do want to bring into a new segment We're going to start a new segment Called Out of Pocket Award of the Week And that's Out of Pocket Award of the Week What I mean by that is When you see some shit You be like damn that's out of pocket my nigga That's what we talking about And this week 
I do have an award to go out to a China principal. She's a principal out in China. She decided on the first day of school for the kindergartners at an elementary school that she was going to come out and do a pole dancing routine. Now, she came out, the pole and all, she had a little bikini on and got to doing her little pole dancing striptease for the kids. For the kids, bro. Now, we it's was on, in, It's on the Instagram post. It's on our Instagram page at Spark That Talk. So make sure you follow. Go in there and check out this post, bro, because this shit is insane to me. Like, the parents are holding their kids. The, the parents is looking crazy. They don't know what the fuck is going on. She out here t- uh, spinning on the pole like she in the movie Hustlers. Just all kind of crazy shit going on over there, man. And I was just, I felt bad for the kids, bro, because I said, this is exactly the shit I'm talking about, bro. This is why kids be coming home telling you the crazy shit. You don't believe it because you better start believing it because there's some crazy shit going on out here. How you know she didn't have coronavirus and she was just outside of her mind state? Nigga, she was, she was, she knew what she was doing. She took, she been going to them pole dancing. She been going to them pole dancing classes with her homegirls on the weekends and thought she was gonna pull some, pull a stunt. What the fuck did she think was gonna happen? The kids was going to run on stage and give her hugs? What I really wish would have happened was when she went to the top of the pole and slammed her face like that real stripper. Oh, she got wobbled. By, I, uh, matter of fact, speaking about her, she just had her wires cut from her teeth because her teeth got straightened up. Oh, she had to get them, she had to get them joints put back in place? All bad. <laughs> she was like recording herself and they had wires and you could hear the clips. Bro, the but the sickest part about that clip you talking about... She hit the floor, nigga, and went back to twerking like nothing happened. I said, man, she really twerking for them Birkin, my nigga, but ain't nobody was throwing no money. Nasty. I said, you got to. Wow, she was, she, out of, she was out of her mind, bro. She probably was dizzy. She was just like, oh, I'm just. She fucked around and blacked out like your ass did and said, you know what? I'm still here. Nigga, nobody was throwing money, so I don't even know what her motivation was at that point. But like I'm saying, she's the, probably the, dizzy. She probably just like, man, I, I know I gotta keep the routine, baby. It's like, it's like, it's like the first line of defense, like nigga, in, the, in the military. My question is, what get shot, when you she was? Get up, but when she was up walk. there, fam, what happened? Like, you she try slid, to do bro. a new trick up at the top, and the shit just went bad. No, nah, the back of her knees was too oily. <laughs> when she wrapped it around the. <laughs> She came down too hard, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Smack like a fly. Bop. She and then put, she put way too much baby oil on that. If night. it was a movie, it would have low key. She would have like lifted her head low key. The sick, like, the sickest part about that clip is old girl who was, old girl who's on stage with her didn't even flinch or help uh, her. She just looked at her like you're done. She said, <laughs> she said the money's mine. I th- I thought that was not a team. That's not a team player. You might want to leave that club because that bitch was going to let you die. She looked dead at you and just said, you know what? This ain't for you. She looked at you, started twerking, and started looking at you at the same time with the with that with that thiz face. Like, Ugh. looked at you like, this nasty bitch like, just fell 20 feet, and she's still twerking. This toothless hobo. Look at this. Then got teeth all over the damn stage. Ugh. Oh, her teeth fell out on stage too, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just, I just feel yeah, like if she has to get surgery on Bro, that face. fall was nasty, bro. Oh, that was nasty. Hey, but kudos to her for well, staying hopefully, alive. Yeah, I just hope that you reevaluate your uh, career choices because this one ain't the one. Well, I think she said she was paying for college. Hey, man, you may want to find another route. Well, I ain't going to lie. You may she just got wanna... a lot of money like off the uh, GoFundMe account. Oh, they blessed her? 
But you see what I said? All you got to do is be a fashion over model or fall off a pole. You're going to be good in life. Man, for all the listeners who listened last week, y'all know I had an episode 60-some thousand feet in the air. I'm going to start a GoFundMe for people who do that, who oh, get ear infections. Niggas is making GoFundMe's for anything, bro. For real. I was walking down the street and twisting my ankle, nigga. Go fund me against the city. Can y'all help me out? I'm trying to battle the city. What? My girl said I got a baby schlong. Please pay my GoFundMe, get a big schlong. Nigga trying to get some extensions. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, some sick shit, bro. My breath stink. I need some breath mints. Please start a GoFundMe. I know one stuff. thing, nigga. I'm about to be... I do need to go to the dentist, bro. I need to get some work done. Like, I got a good, nice smile and shit, but I need to go holler at them. Why? Why have your breath stink? It ain't that, bro. It's like, I know I could be better. That's just how I feel. You know what I mean? I need to like get... your smile could be better or your breath could be better? All of the above. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> nigga, you, a, nigga, I'm going to tell you this. Niggas will never admit if they got their own shit going on. I can tell if my breath stink. I know. I know yeah, I mean, I every tell nigga can tell, so it's time to hit that Colgate and that toothbrush. That's 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 not even with that. no I question. I can tell if I got cotton mouth, dry mouth, and know if it's stinking right. or not. I be like, yo, anybody got water? I be talking like this. I don't go water, nigga. Your niggas got water. I know me, nigga. I got these big lips, so sometimes, like, just things get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Shit smell like fart. Nigga, who farted? It's like, man, that's Joe's lip. <laughs> oh, my God, nigga. If you got some funky lips, that's crazy. That's some nasty shit, bro. <coughs> Here you go. If you talking to me and your lips is hella chap and it's ripping while you keep talking, how you not feel that? <laughs> you got blood dripping yeah. down your chin and, and you're shit. you still talking. Like, the fuck, bro? You, you just got a couple of droplets on my shoes, nigga. Yeah, I forgot to put my Carmax on today. Ugh. Sicko mode. <laughs> it be like that, bro. But it is what it is, y'all. Yes, um, sir. And we coming to the end of this episode. We do want to give a shout out to all of the listeners and all the followers. And like last week, I know y'all saw we had our first episode drop on YouTube. So this episode will be there as well. And from this point forward, we want to keep bringing y'all content. And soon, hopefully, when things, we got something that works, hopefully it come through. The, the, it's brewing. Keep your fingers yeah. crossed. Hopefully it come through GMC. in a real way. And we're going to um, we're gonna start bringing y'all a lot more shit. Interviews, all kind of things, y'all. So, y'all just stay locked in with Jones and Dini and, uh, well, Jay Lata. And we're going to make sure, you know, we keep bringing y'all the heat, man. Because we definitely want to start bringing y'all some interviews because I know that dynamic, bro, can bring a lot more to you, especially – Bringing on people that got their own shit going on. You know what I mean? Getting a different perspective. So, we're going to start bringing that to y'all as soon as possible. But until then, y'all just keep tapping in every week. Every Thursday, we drop audio. I'm going to be trying to push the visual on Wednesdays, but I ain't going to get no promises yet. So, most likely, they'll both drop on Thursday, the, the audio and the actual visual on YouTube. So we'll just keep it at that on Thursdays. Just stay locked and ready for us, man. And we're going to keep bringing it to you like it's hot. So until next time, it's your boy Jones. Y'all stay safe, America. And wear your mask. Don't get corona. Uh.
praise the Lord. My style is a laser sword. They try to imitate the style, but they ways is flawed. Don't touch me. If I pull these claws out, this shit is getting ugly. A modern day mugging. Don't you try and come around here with them whack raps. Made a whole weed plate and then tried to pass that. Homie, that's mid. My ginsel in your ribs. Your whole life a lie, but homie, get it how you live. I'm trying to touch the money. Rain, snow, sunny, California, Utah. I'm known for knocking off soft. Get your click knocked off. Wolverine, the machine. I got metal on the skelly. Ain't a thing that you could tell me. X-Men, yellow suit. They know Logan is the truth. I'm just lacing up my boots. I leave a rapper in a noose. Thinking about your murder. Your being ain't concerned with. On microphones, a surgeon. The Holly Dave swerving. You bitch, I can curve her. She want me to learn her. Feed a baby ass nigga metal like it's Gerber. Don't you even try to ever run up on the Squad. We doing what we wanna, we working outside the law They calling me a mutant Got everybody on my side like it's mutant You better watch the movement, they calling me a mutant Got everybody on my side like it's mutant You better watch the movement, nigga Criminal prowess, the risk I take ain't for cowards I used to scribble cats back in kindergarten, get grounded It's something like the towers, how I blew from the bottom How inside jobs the industry plants try and front, how they blossom Remember public defenders fixed my courtroom posture I hit a lick and lost my innocence, made more deals off it I'm sorry, your honor, and mitigate my real world problems If I ain't free tomorrow, my dog will get the drop on your mama Chicken heads flock, I rock them, then block them, they call me toxic At colleges, flipping coke in the admissions office Our bitches come to the crib just to give info on them and leave my dick with lip bomber yo we was bumping chris wallace yo i've been in the merry garments fuck with adonis i nail coffins got binoculars on your block like i'm well watching gin and tonic got my head on the swivel soriano got game like jigger best pay attention bitch i can curve her she want me to learn her feed a baby ass nigga metal like it's gerber don't you even try to ever run up on the squad we doing what we wanna we working outside the law they calling me a mutant Got everybody on my side like it's mutant. You better watch the movement. They calling me a mutant. Got everybody on my side like it's mutant. You better watch the movement, nigga.